The best college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. The Bill King Show. Podcast joins us Tuesdays, and Dave, give us some news. I saw where Adarius Hayes out of Largo committed, a linebacker. Talk about that and anything else going on. Uh, yeah, Bill, you got me this time. I know we're doing Zoom again, so I want to make sure gotcha. you got me. Sounds good. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, linebacker Darius Hayes, um, um, the 24-7 sports composite, Bill, the 61st-ranked player in the country. Uh, and it gives the Gators the second linebacker uh, in the class to go along with Miles Graham, who's another uh, top linebacker uh, there for the Gators in that in, in that 2024 class. So a great start for the 2024 class for the Gators, of course, headlined by DJ Lagway, the quarterback. He's a 24th ranked player in the country. Uh, Miles Graham, the other linebacker I was talking about. He's Ernest Graham's son, by the way, Bill. You remember Ernest Graham, the oh, yeah. running back for the, the early 2000s, his son. Um, he plays linebacker and running back in high school. So, uh, but he's the 30th ranked player. Harry Hayes is the 61st ranked player. Uh, so really, really good start at the top. And the, the fourth commit of the class is Chauncey Bowens. Uh, but you know, Miles Graham uh, or Darius Hayes is going to come in and, and uh, play you know, Mike linebacker there for the Gators. And uh, Bill, it's just a position the Gators have needed, you know, some more, some true linebackers at, at the position uh, and difference makers at the position, a talent upgrade at the position. So um, yeah, it's coming. You know, Florida had to hit the transfer portal pretty hard to shore up that position for this coming up year. But you're know, looking at the future now, uh, you know, and Jay Bateman, the, the, the linebacker coach, he made Amari Bernie uh, a better linebacker this past season. We know Ventro Miller uh, was already kind of good uh, there and, you know, played injured this past year, uh, but the Gators just need all the help at linebacker they can get. And I, I like the way they were coached by Bateman. Uh, you know, the, the, this past class, the 23 class linebacker wasn't really heavily recruited. They had some misses there. They bring in Jaden Robinson from Lake city, uh, but they really had to hit the linebacker position hard for the 24 class. And they've absolutely done so with, you know, two top 60 prospects there, Miles Graham and Darius Hayes. Uh, speaking of Chauncey Bowens, you know, kind of a storyline there, Bill, the running back there for the Gators. He's the, the fourth, you know, the, one of the four commits for the 24 class. Visited Georgia uh, this past weekend as well. So uh, maybe a little Florida-Georgia battle brewing for Chauncey Bowens. He says he comes out of that Georgia visit saying he's still 110% uh, committed to the Gators, but you know maybe maybe more of a little battle than 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 than, than we thought. He was the first commit uh, of the twenty four class, but uh, I still think you know Florida's in really really good shape there. Uh, not much to worry about right now, but you you, just, you don't want to count out Georgia uh, and and their recent recruiting success and, and being able to sell some national championships uh, to go along the way. But uh, maybe in that nice little battle brewing, but I, I feel I'd still feel pretty good if you're a Gator fan. So yeah, Bill, I mean this twenty four class after Billy Napier's transition class, after the bump class, uh, maybe not living up to the expectations. The 24 class absolutely has to, and it's really off to a good start, Bill, uh, with you know one of the top quarterbacks in the country with DJ Lagway, uh, two linebackers, highly rated linebackers, and Chauncey Bowens, a running back who I expect to rise in the rankings coming up as well. I was talking early on the show. We're on the eve of the signing day that used to be Christmas. <laughs> And I don't even know how many people, uh, the recruit nicks, the junkies know, 
But the average yeah. fan out there, I don't even know if they know tomorrow is that day. Uh, no, Bill, you're right, because most people I was talking to, they assumed it was next Wednesday. They didn't think it was going to be on the first. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it usually is the week leading up to the Super Bowl, right? Or No, it's or the, the first Wednesday. It's the first Wednesday, yeah. yeah. I, I it, guess just, that, it just doesn't usually land this early, if you know what I mean. Right, yeah, yeah. So right on the first, yeah, I guess you know what, what you're saying there. So, um Hold on, Bill. Uh, hoping that I was getting a call. Hopefully that doesn't. Uh, you still got no. me? Yeah, got you. No worries. Okay. I was making sure that wasn't messing you up there. Uh, but yeah, Bill, you're right. For Florida, you know they got a commitment from offensive lineman Caden Jones at the uh, the All Star game in Texas. He's going to be the only signee tomorrow there for the Gators. So that's one reason. You know, it's just kind of overlooked because Bill, I looked at it last night. I was talking to my Gators Breakdown Plus members, and we were going over. You know, just coming up Wednesday, and I believe it's only four of the top 100 commits are uncommitted you know and that's part of the problem everybody commits in december now and it is kind of forgotten uh unfortunately you know one of those four or Jaden rashada the quarterback that was you know signed for florida but yeah bill it's um there's just everybody commits early now uh and this february is it really is an afterthought uh we do get to hear from billy nature tomorrow so he'll still speak to the media on signing day and we'll get to hear his thoughts on all the transfers. I don't really expect him to say much about the whole Jaden Rashada saga, uh, but we will get to hear his thoughts for the first time on, you know, Ricky Pearsall deciding to come back. Graham Mertz coming in as the quarterback uh, through the transfer portal and all the other transfers Florida got as well. Not that we need to relive at all, but is there anything new that's revealing that had previously not been known about the Rashada debacle? Um, it's a good question, Bill. I'm trying to, you know, think of everything that I've told. I wasn't hiding anything when you and I were talking sure. about it. Uh, you know, basically just the process of, you know, there, 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 there was a deal agreed upon, uh, a contract drafted outside of the Gator Collective that was sent to the Gator Collective to, you know, kind of just put into their template. Um, December 7th rolls around. Uh, he, you know, uh, that's, when the term contract was terminated because they, you know, they realized the money wasn't going to be there. And, um, you know, how that, how that astronomical number of the, you know, 13.8, whatever it was, million dollars got, got in there. That, that's still the, that's still the kind of questioning point uh, of this whole thing. Was it meant to be that high? Was there a mistake? Was somebody trying to slide something in? You know, that's, that's all for questions there, but anyway, either way, um, you know, if that money was even agreed upon, you know, then it was eventually not agreed upon. Uh, and, you know, Gator Collective terminated the, the contract knowing the money wasn't going to be there. Uh, and that's where it still kind of got messy. Jaden Rashad is still signed for Florida anyway. Maybe the thought it was still going to be worked out some way somehow. Uh, and, of course, as we know, it, it was not. So uh, I wouldn't expect Billy Napier to speak on it much tomorrow, Bill. I don't know. Um, you know, what, if there's some legal aspects to this whole thing on the outside of it um, or, or, or the inside of it. Uh, so in, in either way, I'm not sure he'd even want to really speak about it. Um, probably want to be ready to move on, but I'm sure it will be brought up. Um, but I, I would expect a quick something along the lines of uh, no comments or we'll worry about the guys who are actually here, some, something like that. Gator Dave Gators Breakdown is with us each Tuesday. The commissioner of the SEC – Greg Sankey said a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, 
about the December signing period, the 72-hour period, with name, image, likeness, the portal, the future where you're going to expand to 12 teams after the 23 season, December's gotten just to be a big mess, a convoluted mess. We're going to have to look at that signing period. And I don't know what their options are. I don't know if they would think about going back and just locking it in the first Wednesday and making that be the big day again, or I'm not sure. Do you have any idea what he may have been thinking? Because obviously a guy with that voice has a lot of power. Yeah, Bill, and I completely agree with you. And I know that the fallback for a lot of people will say, well, these coaches make a whole lot of money. They should be able to handle this. It's not that. I mean, I think you want the best case scenario for everybody involved, uh, and, and that's including the kids. So um, you're going to be, as you said, you'll have 12 teams uh, fighting for playoffs uh, in 24. And, you know, that messes up. Maybe that, may, that may mess up visit, visit schedules. Um, time that you know certain you know schools and staffs can spend with players or potential players for their for their squads. I just think it think it would be a better scenario if you have to work December day for. Dave, are you there? Patton, I think we lost him. We did. Yeah, I think we officially lost him. We'll see if we can't pull him back up. Gator Dave with us. We, we got a good eight, ten minutes in just then. That's good. I'll, I'll stay positive about it. No Griff today. Griff is heading down to Mobile for all the festivities, and uh, we're going to have him Thursday. He could have done it this morning, but it had to be early, and we weren't even on the air when he could do it. That's how early it was. I was communicating with Griff this morning at 4.30 my time. Yes. Griff was driving to get to the airport. I don't, well, was it? Yeah, he's flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's not driving to, to Mobile. He was he was flying, and uh, he was about to get into the airport. Obviously, the Atlanta airport is a monstrosity. I think the Atlanta airport is actually as big as the city of Atlanta. I think I saw somewhere, I was reading some, did you know this? that the Atlanta airport is actually as big as the whole city. It's very busy. Anyways, Griff's flying and couldn't do it any later this morning, but can do it on Thursday. Obviously, I want to ask him about Stetson Bennett, and that's not the only topic, no, but we do have to address that. I want to get his thoughts on that. Stetson Bennett's gone. He's finished up. He's got a few natties, and uh, – Anyways, Gator Dave, I believe, is back. Are you there, sir? I am, Bill, and uh, hopefully you can hear me. But, yeah, everything's still good on my end, it looked like. Gotcha. No worries. No worries at all. Now, one of the ideas, and I do want to ask you about Stetson Bennett. We're down to about four or five minutes. One of the ideas that people have thrown out is, look, if you really want to get it out of the way, let them sign the summer before their senior year. I mean, if you're one of those guys that actually feels that way, and if you know what, if you make a mistake, you've got that freebie in your pocket, use it. But the only problem with that is you don't want to do it in August because everybody's practicing, right? You don't want to do it then. So let's say you did it somewhere in July. Well, you know what the excuse is going to be then? It's a big hassle because that's the only time I can let my staff go on vacation. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. there's something going to be there no matter what you do. 
I, I agree. I think about mid-July is when that changes, Bill, uh, because then you know that's when all your conference media right. days start happening. Right. So it does look like that media that media that through midway of July is kind of when it looks like it changes a little bit, and you maybe coming off the vacation. So yeah, you're right. Um, maybe you start it then. Maybe the last week of July is like a week window where you can sign. And 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 I'll probably will agree. I know you mentioned the one freebie. If there's a coaching change, maybe you can get out of the letter of intent. Um, you, you know, the, the yeah. following season, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Uh, but that, to me, I, Bill, I agree with you. Just, they've got to figure out a way to clear up uh, December. It, it's just it's it's way too much to um, just 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 in general for for high school recruits. Um, and I guess you know maybe they maybe they speak to them uh, and see you know w- what's better for them. Maybe the December thing is is better for them. But I just to me it's just it, everything gets kind of lost. You know you got NFL winding down. You got playoff runs. Uh, going uh, college football playoffs will be happening bowl games are, are happening in a way bill i just liked you know what, what we got in february under the old system was hey it was just another uh, another talking point in february stretching the college football season just a little bit more uh and you know now we've gotten away from that and everything is kind of just involved from september through december besides you know your national championship game the first week of january so uh, i do think making february somewhat bigger or maybe even sometime in the summer that that little first spot it it stretches the talking points of college football your thoughts on the stetson bennett news over the weekend uh unfortunate bill uh you just um you know, of course, uh, you know the hometown of him. That's where I'm from, and right up the road, of course, and uh, for right from right up the road from here in Jacksonville. And uh, you're just unfortunate. Um, doesn't mean he's a bad kid. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy or anything like that. But definitely not something you want to see, just based off of you know the um, kind of the the love story we've gotten from Stetson Bennett. The the no chance of you know making it to to two national championships, and this puts a little bit of a stain on. Uh, uh, on the reputation there and you know, minor all, all things considered uh, but something you didn't want to see based off of uh, all the good stories that we were hearing and seeing uh, of Stetson Bennett the last couple of years so you know hopefully you know if there's help needed he can get some help but uh, also you know just for his future and I know uh, his draft stock probably has risen just a bit you know not to the to, to the level of a first round second round maybe even third round pick, but going out there and getting a chance more than anybody really gave him a chance to uh, as an NFL quarterback. So certainly not the storyline uh, you want to see coming off of the national championships and maybe even looking forward uh, to, to, to his career, you know, potential career in the NFL. Tell everybody how they can get your podcast. Everybody can get Gators Breakdown at news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. YouTube for the video version out there and, of course, all the major podcast platforms. And, yeah, Bill, we'll be uh, kind of putting a bow on the on the 23 class and all that stuff after we talk to uh, Billy Napier tomorrow. Good stuff, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. There he is. Gator Dave Gators Breakdown. That is every Tuesday. He's been with us for many years. Kevin Hagan, yes, returns this week. Looking forward to that. That's on Friday. Griff will join us Thursday of this week because he's traveling today.